1: Good morning and welcome to another edition of Dirt Radio coming at you live from the 3CR studios on the, in the Kulin Nations. Uh, sovereignty of this land has never been ceded in the stolen wealth of Australia. Uh, you're listening to Dirt Radio and we are Friends of the Earth-sponsored show on 3CR. For the last couple of months we've been talking about the lead up to the Victorian state election. Um, Thursday is quite the milestone, it marks 100 days until the next election so when people can get out and exercise their democratic rights. So we started off with six months to make a difference, we've moved past four months to make a difference, We now we've just got three and a half months to make a difference. In the past, we've been talking about things like sustainable transport. We've talked about climate change. We want to drill in a little bit more and have a look at what the Quit Coal Collective are doing this month, uh, which is looking at energy justice in Victoria. And joining me on the phone today is Zianna Ford, who is the Quit Coal Coordinator. Zianna, are you there? I
0: am.
1: Good morning. Good morning. I'm wondering... Um, People talk about um, energy a lot in the environmental movement. Um, It's seen as one of the first things that we need to change around climate change. How does this energy justice perspective uh, look at it differently to how, say, it's traditionally been looked at in the past?
0: Yeah, I think traditionally in the environment movement, it's looked at um, around fossil fuel use as being like a huge contributor to climate change. We, of course, believe that and want a rapid transition away from coal. Um, but we're kind of bringing in the social justice element, which is what Friends of the Earth does so well, is to um, also look at the energy market as a whole as having a huge effect on people, but also having the biggest effect on disadvantaged people mm. um, who are maybe struggling or unable, unable to pay the energy bills as power prices rise. Um, and also thinking about the ways that, corporations hold a huge um, you know a lot of power in the energy market and the top three have a 60% share in the energy market and so you know um, the communities aren't in control of that energy either
1: sure so it's kind of about moving from that uh, seeing the argument around energy as being from an economic or an environmental perspective and really acknowledging that they're actually we need to look at both as we move forward yeah. That's totally it. So I, I wonder, how did the Quick Coal Collective arrive at this place? I know that um, in the past uh, there's been some fantastic work coming out of the collective uh, instrumental in the banning of fracking in Victoria, um, helping to stop um, HRL's uh, planned uh, coal-to-gas power plant, stopping coal mines in Bacchus Marsh. It feels like it's moved from this kind of uh, supply side into a demand side perspective. Is that right?
0: Yeah, well, we after the um unconventional gas win, we drank champagne for months and kind <laughs> of <laughs> took a break and then came back to the drawing board and we like, okay, we're quick coal, we want coal out of Victoria, but when we kept visioning around like what success looks like, it just kept like getting further and further. Um, into a kind of visionary space, which was like, if we just take out coal, that for us isn't just the answer. That means that, you know, corporations may still gain control um, in the transition to 100% renewables. Um, They still will profit off our energy, which means that communities will still be paying more for energy than they should. Mm. Um, And so we just kept thinking about, like, the fact that we actually need to completely revolutionise our energy system as a whole. And like that's actually what climate change requires from us, is that we have a radical shift um, in our economy. And that's where the energy justice stuff came around. Um, it's still focused on supply and the fact that we want a rapid transition away from coal, but um, we are interested as well in the way that people can use energy efficiency and things like that to cut demand.
1: Sure. So, so what is wrong with our energy system then?
0: Well, um, 80% of Victoria's electricity comes from coal generation, which obviously has a huge effect on the climate. Um, also, over the summer, we had over 35 breakdowns of coal stations, which is actually like undermining the rebu- reliability of our grid. And it ended up costing our energy market millions of dollars, which really corporations should be paying for every time one of the coal stations trip. Um, we also have three um, big energy corporations that hold a huge market share of the energy and they're putting up to 13% profit on our energy, which for the average Victorian can be an extra like $450 or $500 on their energy bill. Mm. Um, and also there's like tens of thousands of disconnections each year in Victoria and they're affecting some of Victoria's most disadvantaged people.
1: Sure. So, really, this is about uh, looking at the system and looking at the way that corporations are exploiting the energy market, not only um, to destroy the planet, but they're actually destroying people as well.
0: Yeah, and it's a profit-driven model, so they're always going to look after their own interests first. And they've actually been found um, this year to be gaming the energy system. I think this has been going on for a long time, but Mm. they actually create artificial scarcity to... um, to put up demand and end up costing Victorians
1: even more. Thank you, neoliberal project. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> um, moving on to the, the more political situation. So there's been a lot of uh, movement um, around from the, the current Andrews Labor government around climate change. Um, are they open or working at all in this energy justice space?
0: Yeah, well, they've made some progressive moves around climate in the past. Um, unfortunately, this year they've come out with like um, funding the coal-to-hydrogen project, which isn't good, and released some exploration licences off Western Victoria for gas. So we think they've made some moves that are kind of undermines their climate credibility, which is a shame to see. Um, in the way of power prices... Um, we're not seeing a lot of initiative from them to address that, but they have come out um, recently and are giving people um, a $50 bonus if they um, look up a site to see if they sweat, switch energy companies to try and make sure that people aren't being ripped off on different plans and can be helped to navigate a deliberately confusing system.
1: Mm. I'm presuming the Greens are somewhat on side with this. What about the Liberal Party? We know that their uh, climate change policy is just generally missing in action. What, what do, Where do they stand on energy?
0: Yeah, well, basically they want to scrap the Victorian renewable energy target if elected, which you know cuts out our huge boost in renewables, which would be devastating. Um, they also want to lift the moratorium on onshore gas, they don't have a climate policy of yet. And in the way of any other like energy policy, there's basically nothing there. Um, they have at times mentioned new coal plants. It's not official in their um, election platform, but I wouldn't be surprised as a lot of the people are pro-coal in the party.
1: Mm, for sure. I mean, it seems a strange thing. Uh, I mean, we have the technology. All that's missing is the political real- will, isn't that right?
0: Yeah, and that's, you know, when we went on a road trip through um, throughout the Latrobe Valley earlier in the year, it became really clear to us that, like, communities already have their vision and their plan, and it became really obvious that the barriers were very much political, rather than sometimes we're led to believe that, like, you know, the Latrobe Valley's really, like, um, you know, hooked on coal and everything mm. like that, but... Basically, there's a lot of incredible initiatives already coming out of different communities that are basically based around renewable energy. Mm.
1: So, well, knowing that you've been out on those road trips, gathering information, having conversations around, what does your vision for the energy sector in Victoria look like?
0: Yeah, well, we're at this really exciting time where, like the model like the energy system is becoming more decentralized and we saw little projects happening in La Trobe Valley which will like be around community retailers where communities can like do peer to peer trading of electricity, around renewables. And we want to support all those like myriad of community projects across Victoria. But also from the kind of top down approach, um, we really think that the government needs to rein in greedy retailers which is to basically come out with some kind of public retailer or non-profit retailer based around renewable energy so um, Victorians can access energy without a huge profit on it um, and also disadvantaged communities can be helped to access renewable energy. Um, so that's what we're pushing for. And funnily enough, yeah, the Greens have just come out and announced um, the same as one of their election asks. So, Well,
1: that's a fantastic lot of news.
0: Yeah, it is. And a lot of the unions are already talking about this um, in this space as well. So hopefully there is some gaining momentum around this idea of like publicly or community-owned energy and um, the retail as well.
1: Putting on my troll hat for a minute, why do people deserve access to this energy? I mean, people spend a lot of money putting uh, solar on their roof uh, or paying the premium for renewable energy. Why do people deserve access to this sort of um, clean, renewable energy?
0: Basically, we need to, if we want to address climate change, we need to be able to boost access to renewable energy. And also, like, it's an essential service, electricity. I don't know, somewhere along the way, people were led to think otherwise, but it's it's a basic right. And um, it's a real shame to see that families are being cut off from electricity in Victoria throughout the winter. And, you know, people are actually dying from um, things like not being able to heat their homes in winter. And so we want people to live comfortably and thrive in Victoria um, to use energy if they need, but obviously renewable energy so that they can um, live happily without affecting the planet as well.
1: Sure. We're talking to Zianna Freud, who is the Quit Coal Coordinator uh, who are working currently on an energy justice project over at the wonderful Friends of the Earth. Uh, we're just going to take a really quick community service announcement and continue the conversation with Zianna after the break. Stay tuned. We know you love our 3CR Radical Radio T-shirts, and so do we. They're a bargain at $20 for adults and $15 for kids, and come in black, white, grey, and a cool light blue. To nab one of these beauties, drop into the station at 21 Smith Street or order by phoning 9419 8377. Or you can visit us online at 3cr.org.au forward slash shop. Come on, you know you want one. Hello, this is Dan Salton, and you're listening to 3CR Blackfellow Radio, Melbourne. You're listening to 3CR, as uh, the wonderful Dan Salton just said. Um, if you're wondering, there's lots of ways you can keep to listen to 3CR. In fact, there's five main ways. You've always got 855 AM on your radio dial. You can... Listen to us on a digital receiver. If you have a digital radio, um, live stream us always at 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming or catch up on a podcast or um, audio on demand on the website as well. And don't forget to subscribe to Dirt Radio through your favorite podcast apps. Uh, before the break we were list- we were talking to Ziana Foad from Quit Coal at the uh, Friends of the Earth in Melbourne about energy justice and what that means um it's a pretty interesting field of area oh, pretty interesting field of area uh, looking at the intersection um, between the way that uh um, energy policy affects uh, people as well from a social justice perspective um and i wanted to keep talking to um Zianna about this And just ask, Uh, people uh, probably listening at home um, are quite interested to find out more about this sort of stuff. Uh, The Quick Coal Collective meets pretty regularly, don't they?
0: Yeah, we meet every Wednesday night um, at 6 upstairs at Friends of the Earth um, on Smith Street.
1: Sure, and it's a pretty open meeting. I've been to them myself and they are a lot of fun and there's great people to meet. Um,
0: yes, we cook food together every meeting.
1: Oh, it our sounds... Our doors are open. It no, warms the cockles of my heart on this... It's uh, <laughs> actually quite not too bad of a <laughs> Melbourne morning, but um, I'm sure I'll step outside <laughs> and it'll be blowing a gale and raining or something like that. <laughs> Always. Um, so at the moment, you have this fantastic um, fundraiser um, going. I've just signed up for myself. Um, do you want to tell our listeners about what Maybe Mullet is about?
0: Yeah, so basically we have lots of quick callers that are keen to, um, well, basically love mullets. And <laughs> <laughs> don't know how mullets connect to energy, but I'm sure they do somehow. We all need um, good energy to use a hairdryer to like, <laughs> tidy our mullets in the morning. Basically, they're putting their hair on the line um, to try and raise money for our new campaign. Um, basically... That means that they risk getting a mullet, so when you make a, when you pay, um, you can make a vote whether they should get a mullet or not. Some people are well ahead with all their friends saying they should get a mullet, and some have their family on board and they don't get a mullet. Category.
1: <laughs> Controversial choices to um, to make. And if people are interested in checking out that uh, fundraiser?
0: Yeah, um, you can go to um, we're also having a big mullet reveal um, <laughs> on the 25th of August. Uh, you can find that on our Facebook. Come along for a party. We're having um, simultaneous live mullets being cut, um, DJs and music, and workshops all night.
1: Oh my god! I hope the I hope the DJ will be playing a lot of 80s tracks.
0: No, uh, you yeah,
1: of course. <laughs> <laughs> um... Going back to uh, more serious matters around energy justice, last week uh, you made a trip to uh, David Southwick's office.
0: Yeah, so we've been doing a bit of work in Caulfield because David Southwick is the shadow energy minister um, who has basically pledged to scrap the v And we thought we'd give him a visit to demand that we see some kind of climate policy or energy policy that delivers clean, fair and affordable energy Basically, we think that the Liberals' energy policy as it is reminds us of the 1950s. So we dressed up in all our get-up, in all our dapper wear, and headed um, to his office where we set up a picnic and played 1950s music. We had coal and tea and um, had a good little sit there. <laughs> they locked us out of the building and then we had to deliver our community climate statement under the door.
1: Sounds intimidating, uh, a 1950s picnic Although uh, many in the Liberal Party Might find themselves at home in that sort of era Yeah,
0: totally It was hard for me to get out of the kitchen to make it (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So there's probably a lot more stuff coming up this month uh, For Quick Call Do you want to let us know um, any sort of events Or actions or things that are coming up So people at home can get involved?
0: Yeah, we have a community meeting in Caulfield on the 29th. You can find that on the Friends of the Earth events page. Um, We're going to be doing some farmers markets and surveying in Caulfield if anyone's interested. It's a lot of fun having community conversations around energy. Um, Yes, we've got the mullet reveal on the 25th, and then we're planning some fun theatrical street actions for the AGM season to make sure that corporations are held accountable for the profiteering on an essential
1: service. Mm. So um, all of those links and things we will put up on the Dirt Radio page as well, where you can jump on and listen to this podcast. If you're tuning in late, we've been chatting to Zianna from Friends of the Earth about energy justice and mullets and 1950s picnics. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Ziana. Great.
0: Thanks.
1: Um, that was Zianna Freud from Quit Coal, uh, the Quit Coal Collective talking about energy justice with us there. Um, we're going to have a quick track and then we're going to be back with a couple of events. This is David Rovix and you are tuned to 3CR,
0: 8.55am Melbourne, Australia. Step three is finding there's a tactic when everyone believes it could be true. That if all the people work collectively,
1: there just might be something we can do and everything can change. That's right, you're listening to 3CR. This is Dirt Radio, uh, Friends of the Earth show on 3CR, and I'm Phil Evans. Um, Just before, we were talking about energy justice with Zianna Freud, and if you missed the conversation, don't forget to jump onto 3cr.org.au and grab a... Uh, podcast to uh, listen back and find out the uh, fantastic conversation that we had before. Um, If you like art or you are an artist, then there is an exciting show coming up um, in October of this year from the Anti-Nuclear and Clean Energy Collective at uh, Friends of the Earth. Um, the art auction is uh, themed around Maralinga pieces for on country and um, will take place in October. So the campaign is holding the uh, annual event and they're seeking uh, your creative contributions. So it will be held in the week preceding the 66th year anniversary of the nuclear bomb test at Maralinga. Um, the auction will commemorate this devastating event and celebrate decades of nuclear resistance while raising vital funds for the National Nuclear Free Campaign work. They're welcoming artists from all disciplines, and work is not restricted to the title theme. However, artists are welcome to submit a piece inspired by the theme, if they wish. Um, if you're thinking about getting something in, you've got until the 30th of September Um And just remember, for 40 years, uh, Friends of the Earth have been an important part of a passionate national and international alliance that's working at all stages of the nuclear chain to protect country and community from this toxic industry. Um, Currently, much of the work is involving uh, supporting traditional owners and local communities in the firing line for a national nuclear waste dump in South Australia and fighting to stop the development of uh, more uranium mines in Western Australia. If you... Are you interested in finding out more? You can check out Friends of the Earth Melbourne's Facebook page that's facebook.com forward slash FOE Melbourne, or you can email ace, ACE, at foe.org.au to find out more about that exciting art auction coming up. Um, We also have another exciting event um, if you're interested in arts because we are building the creative resistance as uh, we move forward at Friends of the Earth. Uh, So we have an event on the 1st of September called Stories from the Frontline to the Heartland. So this one is an internet evening uh, interweaving activist stories with theatre performances. Um, You're invited to share and hear stories from Friends of the Earth's 45 years of history um, building transformative social justice and environmental movements. Um, It'll be held in Melbourne Playback. Uh, and the in a excuse me in a Melbourne playback performance, the audience's stories and experience are the content of the performance. Uh, through dialogue with a skilled playback facilitator, individuals share perspectives, ideas, moments, and events from their lives, and a team of professional actors will bring these stories to life and into focus in a way that is entertaining, surprising, illuminating, and of course transformative. Uh, it's $20 for a standard uh, entry into it, $30 for solidarity. However, it is $15 for concession, or if you are a Friends of the Earth member, then it is also $15. Um, that's an exciting event coming up. There's heaps more going on. You can always remember to check out our Facebook uh page or also check out uh, melbourne.fo.org.au forward slash events and find out all the exciting things going on in the lead up as we only have three and a half months left to uh, make a difference in this upcoming state election. Um, Coming up over the next few weeks, we'll talk more about energy justice. So um, grab the podcast that we just uh, had from the show today. Check out what it's all about. And we'll drill into more detail over the next couple of weeks. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Dirt Radio. I'm Phil Evans, your host, and I will catch you in a couple of weeks. Next week we'll have a wonderful Emma Watson back on the airwaves, and I'll take you out with our, the perennial favourite at Dirt Radio: "People Have the Power" by Patty Smith.